Hello there, everyone. The one called Fate knocks at your door. It's Hunt, your host, back with another grand episode of Tabletop Recap. It's just me today. It's just me. Because none of my friends will play this game with me anymore. <laughs> today we are reviewing uh, a more specific version of Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit Power Rangers 20th Anniversary Edition. Yeah, you know, uh, I really enjoyed this game. My friends did not. I only have a couple friends who are really into Power Rangers, and those friends enjoyed it. But my friends who weren't into Power Rangers and were made to play with us were like, uh, we can't score any points. <laughs> they were trying to remember stuff from their childhood, and those of us who still actively watch were just dominating. It also requires a little Super Sentai knowledge for some cards. So, um, yeah, it's the... 20th anniversary of Power Rangers, so it's like just got Red Rangers plastered across the box. Um, forever Red, you know how it be. But um, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, there was also a Monopoly 20th anniversary Power Rangers edition that came out alongside it as well. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's got 1,800 questions and there are like different wedges so like there's questions on ranger gear allies and villains rangers and their zords the legacy behind the power and then there's just some wild cards it's got a customized die um which is pretty cool it's a power rangers die d6 which is really nice let me read you the back of the box real quick since it's just me today and we gotta stretch this out it's time to power up for some more phenomenal fun do you know the name of Zordon's robot sidekick? How about the name of the Red Samurai Ranger's signature weapon? Or can you name three Power Ranger seasons that have the word Force in it? Blast into the Power Rangers universe in this special Power Rangers 20th Anniversary Edition of Trivial Pursuit! For the first time ever, the Power Rangers team up with America's favorite trivia game so fans of all ages can test their knowledge on these legendary heroes. And I'm very happy about it. It's got a Trivial Pursuit board that has like Power Ranger images on it and everything. It's really nice. I've played it several times. Uh, my friends who are into Power Rangers, I don't really see them anymore. You know, that's that's what happens when you grow up. They were high school friends and now... And early college friends. And I still treasure my memories of them and I treasure them. But uh, you know how it be. People just grow apart in life. It's just how it is. So none of my current uh, gaming friends watch Power Rangers, so I never get to play this game anymore, which is really sad. <laughs> we don't get to play this, I don't get to play this anymore. I need to get my friends in the Power Rangers. But, uh, so it comes with the game board, 36 wedges, 6 wedge holders, uh, 300 cards with 1,800 questions about the Power Rangers, and the custom die. And the object of the game is to be the first player to collect all six wedges and answer a final question to win. Uh, so you have to like set out the game board uh, and everything. And then everyone selects a wedge holder, puts it on a matching color, and then you're basically ready to play. Um, so on your turn, you roll the die and move the number of spaces that it shows. And you can go in either direction you want. It's not specific. 
if you land on a dice space, you roll again. And once again, you can move either direction. Uh, the player to your left reads aloud the question that matches the category you land on. And if you answer correctly, and you're not on a wedge space, you get to take another turn. If you answer correctly and you are on a wedge space, you collect that color wedge and take another turn. If you already have the wedge, play continues uh, as if it weren't a wedge space. And if you answer incorrectly, it's the next player's turn, obviously. And once you've collected all six wedges, you uh, roll and move to the center space. And you have to land on it exactly. The other players choose your final category. And if you answer the question correctly to win, uh, then you win. <laughs> And if you answer incorrectly, you get to try again on your next turn. You do not need to roll and move again once you're already on the center, though, thankfully. Because I can see that being a bit annoying. So I'm glad it doesn't do that. And uh, for a quick game, like, there's also quick game rules. Those were the s standard game rules, but there are also quick game rules. Which are basically just collect a wedge anytime you answer a question correctly, not just on web wedge spaces. So if you want to just play a quick game... Like, uh, you can do that. I've noticed lots of the trivia games I have have quick game stuff like that. Like, Star Trek Scene It, which we're going to talk about, has a party setting. So that's that. And there are several categories. So the blue wedges are about Ranger gear. And that category is about, like, weapons, morphers, vehicles, etc. And then the kind of hot pink wedges are allies and villains. And that's questions about, uh, well, allies and villains. I mean, that one's pretty self-explanatory. Yellow is Rangers and their Zords. That's about the Rangers and their Zords. <laughs> Purple is about like popular quotes, locations, settings, plot lines. I mean, I'm better at that than I am at the gear. I, mean, I never remember the names of gear. And then there's green behind the power. And that's behind the scenes questions. That, that one I'm also good at, believe it or not. And then there's orange, the wild card. Questions relating to the entire history of Power Rangers. Basically everything that's not in the other categories. That's it. Um, it's actually... You know, it's a really nice game. They, they put, like, the rules are quick and simple. You can read the rules once and then you can easily remember how to play. The game board is a board. It's not paper. Uh... Like, listen to this. That's me knocking on the board. It's got some nice silver writing on it. Uh, once again, the board does have Power Ranger images on it, so it's not just a copy and pasted Trivial Pursuit board. It's a Power Rangers-specific board. Um, you get plenty of wedges. The die is really cool. I'm just leaving it in here instead of putting it with my other dice. Uh, the cards are in this nice container that keeps them all very neat. They're not, like, some of my games that I have are just loose decks in the box. And it's, I like, I don't like that. Like, I can't, like, we already covered Godzilla the card game. And I have to carry that box in a certain way. Because if I tip that box on its side, all the decks are going to get mixed together. Um, and here, all, all the cards are in just a nice box that opens and closes very easily. But also stays closed when you want it to. So... Uh, when you open the Trivial Pursuit box, all the cards don't come just falling out like they do on my Godzilla game. Uh, which is really good. I mean, there's so many questions uh, in this game as well. Like, in Power Rangers Operation Overdrive, uh, what does Mac use to create his Battleizer? 
I actually don't know the answer to that one. <laughs> it's it's a Sentinel Knight, but I've never watched Operation Overdrive. Um, which villain is released by Miratrix in Power Rangers? Operation Overdrive! I don't know these! Camdor! Operation Overdrive, you make me sick. Uh, what's the name of the organization Ziggy, the green RPM Ranger, used to work for? Now, I am actually very well versed in RPM. That's the Scorpion Cartel. I remember that for a fact. Uh, what is the name of the Rangers' headquarters in Power Rangers RPM? That's just Dr. K's lab. Yep, yep, <laughs> that's, that's also right. <sighs> and now we'll do... I'm going down the list of the wedges. Now we'll do a green and an orange. Why was Steve Cardenas absent from the Forever Red episode in Power Rangers Time Force? Uh, I actually don't know the answer to that. He was in the process of moving and production couldn't get a hold of him. Uh, and then, just a fun wild card. Who does Kimberly, the pink Power Ranger, meet when she is transported back in time in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 2? Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> I don't remember that either, but apparently it's the great-great-grandparents of the Power Rangers. I remember something like that happening in Zeo. But I don't remember it happening in Mighty Morphin Season 2. It's I haven't watched that show since like 2015. Because Mighty Morphin is actually... There are better seasons than Mighty Morphin. There, I said it. Sue me. But, uh... Even though Season 2 is easily the best one. When I rewatch Mighty Morphin, I basically just rewatch Season 2. But, yeah. So, it's a very, very fun game. Uh, I'll probably never get the Monopoly version simply because... Um, Big Boy Chungus has Fallout Monopoly, and they're basically just all the same game reskinned, you know? EA style. <laughs> but, uh, I don't want to just keep doing Monopoly over and over. So why do I need a Monopoly game if Big Boy Chungus has one, right? But, yeah, so Trivial Pursuit Power Rangers 20th Anniversary Edition is a little old at this point. We've had some anniversaries since, but uh, it's still uh, a very fun game in my opinion, but like my friends keep telling me, like, when you buy this game, make sure you have other friends that actively watch Power Rangers, because if you don't, you're going to waste your money. Like... If I had not bought this game a few years ago, when it I bought this game right when it came out, when I had a couple friends that watched Power Rangers regularly, um, and we had fun with it, we had a lot of fun with it. But would I buy it today? No, not because it's not a good game. It's just as good of a game. Some of the questions can be a little outdated now. Like there's one question that's how many Power Ranger movies are there, and. Uh, that, that question is a little outdated now, but the game itself is still very good. The only problem is I don't have Power Ranger friends anymore. I have Kamen Rider friends, not a lot of them, but I don't really have Power Ranger friends anymore. So I don't have anyone to play it with, sadly. I'm going to keep it around. You never know. I could get my friends in the Power Rangers or... Uh, meet some people who are really into Power Rangers at the comic shop or something. But uh, I do miss playing this. It's for 
a lot of players. Like, on, on the box it says it's for ages 12 and up. So if you have kids who are into Power Rangers, you can play it with them. Uh, make sure they've watched a lot of Power Rangers, though, as your kids should. But it says it's for 2 to 36 players. Yeah. 2 to 36. That's a lot of players. And that's... If you're playing with 36 people, you're really only going to be playing with the quick start rules, uh, to be completely honest. That's that's basically what you're going to be doing. Uh, if you're playing with that many players, you'll probably just be quizzing each other and not really keeping score or something like the party mode on Star Trek Seen It. But, uh... Yeah. I guess that's really it. So we're always focusing on Big Boy Chungus's games, you know? So I want to focus on a bit more of my games, which is why I did this episode today. I didn't do it with Big Boy Chungus because he's only played this game once and he only played it because everybody else was playing it. And uh, he lost hard. Kicked his butt. But uh, I have other games. I have like a movie trivia game. I have a Star Trek trivia game. The reason I have... This is actually... This, this Power Rangers one is the only one that I've bought. The other trivia games are all gifts. One of them I haven't even played yet. I've played Star Trek, seen it plenty. Because my old friend group, everyone was a huge Star Trek fan. Um, so I used to play Star Trek, seen it with all them. But now, um, I, I have a couple friends who are in the Star Trek, but I haven't played it with them because they're not as hardcore as the rest of us. I miss having hardcore Star Trek fans as uh, friends. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I'll review Star Trek Cena and my other trivia game, whose name escapes me soon. We're also going to be reviewing the Pokemon trading card game, Magic the Gathering, the Dragon Ball Super trading card game, the Power Ranger action card game, and those are all just trading card games. Because uh, we already told you about all the board games and stuff we're going to review. But, um... Yeah, so we're going to get all those. And then I want to talk to you guys about something I'm currently writing at the moment. It is a uh, third-party supplement for Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition uh, called The Keeper's Menagerie. Yes, I will be releasing it on DriveThruRPG under the Miskatonic Repository. Um, and if any of you play Call of Cthulhu, uh, this is really for Keepers, as is in the title, Keeper's Menagerie. It's a bunch of non-Cthulhu monsters, or non-Lovecraft monsters, that you can use in your game. Some of the monsters that I've already made stat blocks for uh, are really cool, like Ant-Men, uh, loosely based on the Ant-Men from Greek mythology. The Azhi Dakaka from Middle Eastern mythology. Uh, the Baital, which is a type of vampire. Beast people. Uh, Bigfoot, of course. Like, why isn't there already a stat block for Bigfoot? Like, Bigfoot is a no-brainer. The Black Dog... The Boogeyman, Bunyip, Kamazatus, Chubacabra, uh, Cyborg even, Fomorian, Frankenstein's Monster, uh, The Goatman, Golem, Grey Aliens, Gremlins, uh, Hopskinville Goblins, etc. Those are just the ones I have so far, and that's not even halfway done. Um, it'll probably cost about three or four bucks, PDF only. So it's for digital download. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to get it out to everybody. I'm actually, 
I've used some of these stat blocks in my own games. Well, written them into the own games, not played them. Um, like, I've actively used Bigfoot in stories uh, in Call of Cthulhu. I've uh, actively used the Grey Aliens in my more modern campaign. Cyborgs as well. Uh, and, I, and I write some lore to fit them into the game with all that. Because I don't like to use Lovecraft's monsters. I have never once... Uh, throughout playing Call of Cthulhu and writing and stuff, uh, I've I've never once used one of Lovecraft's monsters because one they can be kind of complicated, some of them, and two I don't want to use his racist ass monsters. Did you know like one of his creatures is literally just a slur for an Italian? Yeah, that's true. Look it up. So some of his monsters are literally slurs, and I don't want to use those. Plus, my rural campaign, you know, a lot of these monsters like Bigfoot and stuff fit in so well uh, in the rural campaign I'm writing. And you'll find out about that campaign in the next episode. Uh, I'm going to talk about it then. Uh, and for now, I think I am going to leave you all. Yes, it is time for me to go, but I will be back with another episode very soon, my friends. Very, very soon. Our next episode... Uh, I think I'm just going to talk about Star Trek Scene It. That'll be another one with just me, because I don't uh, I don't really have a lot of people to play it with these days. But yeah, that's it. Thank you all very much for your support. Please remember to rate, comment, and subscribe. Check out all the cool links in the description below. Um, if you want merch, we have an eBay page. Uh, it has merch and some gaming supplies on it as well. You can get Hero Clicks there, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon cards, uh, which is really, really cool. Um... On the page, you can also buy um, the merch. Of, of course, you can get the merch there as well. Some action figures and stuff, too, if you want. Um, and then we also have our Facebook page, B3 Podcasts, where all of our podcasts' updates are given. You have our Twitter, which is kind of just a general Twitter for B3 Productions, at B3 Productions. That's three the number, not spelled out. At B the number three Productions. All of that's listed down below. You can support us on Patreon or whatever uh, to help us get more games to bring more stuff to you. But, uh, yeah, we'll be doing a lot very soon. And I cannot wait to be on the show with you again. Thank you, and I'll see you all next time when fate knocks at your door.